What is up, guys? In today's episode, this is part two of our probably four to five part series of that incredibly long but informative live stream we did on YouTube earlier in August about everything you need to know when starting a pest control business. In part two of today's episode, you will get a lot more commentary and answering of questions and comments from you guys from that stream that some of you who prefer the audio over the actual YouTube video content will definitely get some value from. So hopefully you guys enjoy today's episode. Started charging for bed bug inspections. They go with the quote, then we just add that exactly. That's exactly how we do it, Eric. So if they don't go with the inspection or if they don't go with whatever service that it may be, then that's a simple $75 plus tax. And I should add, that's a good point you made about bed bug. Our bed bug inspections are $150 plus tax. Because of course we're risking more. You don't say they got bed bugs, right? We're risking bringing bed bugs home anytime we go to a bed bug quote or job. Um, hence why bed bug treatments in general cost so much, right? But yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I'm glad you brought up bed bugs because we do treat bed bugs differently than any other type of inspection. We charge 150 or like you said, if they go with the quote, we'll just put that towards their quote. And usually assuming they can, you know, get out of the house and everything's not just a complete train wreck, we can do the service right then and there. Some cases, you know, it's really 50-50. There's some cases we can, and then some cases we have to schedule for a couple days out, kind of like flea treatments. A lot of people want a flea treatment. Then you tell them everything that's involved, and they're like, okay, um, that's a lot. Let me get a scheduled treatment for my dog and, you know, find out what I can do with him for four hours or whatever the case may be, and I'll get back to you, that kind of thing. Um, speaking of which, I have a flea customer I need to follow up with because she was wanting to do a treatment um, but she never got back to us, so that's a good reminder. But yeah, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up, Eric. Let's see. Salvador says, yeah, in my opinion, you should definitely be charging for bed bug inspections. Exactly. And yeah, like you said, the timing aspect too, you know, a good bed bug treatment is usually going to take minimum, you know, depending on the size of the home, how many bedrooms, how many pieces of furniture, you know, minimum 20, 30 minutes, right? So you know, just for the timing aspect, the risk aspect, all that type of stuff, you definitely want to be charging definitely something, right? Um, in my opinion, at least 125 to 150. I used to charge, what, 125, and then about a year ago, I upped it to 150. I'm thinking about upping it to 195, um, just because, again, you know, like we've been talking about when it comes to any type of pest control inspection, similar to the one-time service aspect, right? You know, if you price something so high that, well, not price it so high, but you price it high enough to where, you know, it makes it almost seem like an easy decision. Like, say your bed bug treatments are, we'll just use a random easy number, $250 per bedroom, right? And they have three bedrooms. Like, say you're doing just like liquid treatment, right? So that'd be what, $750, we'll say. And then your bed bug inspection, assuming they wouldn't go with it, would be 195 right? So 200 bucks essentially, plus tax. How you can explain it to them is, you know, I would go ahead and say they have bed bugs. I would go ahead and do this treatment because you're already paying me almost the amount of treating an entire bedroom. So why would you not just go ahead and pay for the treatment and, you know, take your home back from those guys at the end of the day? So let's see. All right, boys, liked, liked it for you all. Yeah, yeah, no, like I said, if you guys are just tuning in, um, if we get this stream up to 10 likes before the end of the stream, I'm going to post on our website 
probably tomorrow just because by the time we get done with the stream it's going to begin later in the evening but tomorrow if we hit 10 likes on the stream tomorrow on griffinbthomas.com i'll post our script sheet like i said it's pretty standard basic but for those of you that like me were a pest control technician before starting your business it's something that you know you'll definitely want to use just because when you answer that first call you don't want to be fumbling your words go uh um yeah, uh you know it, it sounds awful right and that's another reason why i suggest you guys get some kind of system where you can record your calls regardless if it's call rail open phone any of these you know recording services and that kind of thing get a recording system that way you can learn from your previous calls. Figure out what are you saying, like are you using filler words, are you doing a lot of ums and pauses and you know, second, you know, almost second guessing yourself or anything like that that makes you sound either unprofessional or that you don't have the answer, right? You wanna be very quick and to the point. That's where a script like this, where like I said, I mean, it's straightforward to the point. As you guys can see there, hopefully it shows up pretty well on here. Um, looks like it is. I have the stream pulled up as well so I can make sure everything's going smooth for you guys. Uh, but like we said, it's pretty straightforward. Who am I speaking with? Phone number? What type of pest? Like we said, not everything is covered on here or anything. It doesn't talk about bed bugs. It doesn't talk about German roaches. You know, there's a lot of stuff that's not on here. But like we said, this is just covering kind of your general basis. And then once you get your first few calls under your lap, you know, you'll be able to start kind of creating your own version of this. And it'll get to a point where it's literally just in your head. I get to the point now where when we're running a promo or something, I'll be like, I'll get off the phone. I'll be like, shit, I forgot to mention, you know, whatever. Because you just get in the habit of, you know, you pretty much memorize this certain script, essentially, right? So, let's see. How's it going there? Tropical Fruits, and I see, uh, Tropical Fruit Loops, and I see you again. Let's see. Did you have any trouble filing your corporate taxes first year or did you make any bookkeeping mistakes that we should watch out for? Personally, um, you know, if you're starting this business to, you plan on making at least six figures or more, like most of you probably are. Um, I always tell everybody six figures should be your minimum goal because we could break down the math in another video of why $100,000 is the new 50,000, right? But Assuming that you plan on making any type of real money in your pest control business, I would suggest just from day one finding an accountant that you trust. Um, even if you don't use their services your first year, say you use something like H&R Block or whatever the case may be, um, find a accountant that you do trust and just, if nothing else, pay them for a consultation, right? Just pay to pick their brain or whatever the case may be. Um, you know, you can be upfront with them. My accountant, the first year, they knew that I wasn't gonna be, you know, using any service just because I was like, it's my first year, I don't even know. I mean, let's be real, it's a business. At the end of the day, we never know if it's actually gonna flop or not, right? I was like, I just wanna make sure I'm doing everything right, you know, having everything set up properly, all of that stuff. The main thing that I would be very careful for in terms of an easy to make bookkeeping mistake is if you're not sure, that you can write it off. This is what I do like about QuickBooks is they have an option called ask your accountant. Um, for example, you know, let's say you thought for some reason you could write off your socks, right? Uh, because you know, hey, it's part of my uniform or whatever the case may be, right? And then, you know, your accountant tells you, 
no, you can't write off your socks. <laughs> so, you know, that that's just one example, right? It doesn't sound like much, you know, five, $10 expense, but all that starts adding up. Well, say you get audited, which is inevitable, the longer you're in business, the more money you're making, you know, what's really gonna trigger that first audit is whenever you make the most money in business you've ever made, but your tax bill is actually lower than it's ever been, more than likely you're gonna trigger an audit, which is a good thing. You know, there's nothing wrong with being audited. A lot of times people think businesses that get audited are like frauds or whatever. Every business that's, you know, if you're not being audited probably at least once every five to 10 years, you're probably not building a legit business to begin with. I mean, let's keep it real. There's a reason they that all accountants suggest you keep at least five to eight years, depending on which accountant you ask, of you know receipts, driving logs, that whatever type of business you're running, all these different types of logs year over year. I keep folders every single year. They start out real thin, and by the end of the year, they're like this thick, just massive monster folders of you know receipts and documentation licensing this and that you know you always want to be more just like with the department of agriculture right you same thing with them like i i go above and beyond printing out chemical logs and all this different stuff just to make sure that whenever the day comes that they do want to audit you know whatever they are looking for we're as prepared as possible right so you know you can never cover your ass enough that'd be the main thing and um, i'm trying to think if there's anything else um, as soon as possible, set up a trust. I haven't, you guys know me personally, I haven't even set up a trust yet. They can be pretty expensive to set them up the right way. Um, and whenever you do go ahead and decide to do that, again, make sure that you're getting a true professional, not just some random person off freaking TikTok that tells you all these ridiculous business hacks or whatever the case may be, credit hacks, you know, that's the big one going around right now is how you can hack the credit system, right? Um, and I don't know if you guys have noticed lately, I've been having to drink a lot more water during the streams. I apologize for that. It's just when it's 105, 110 plus degrees every single day, I notice I have to drink a lot more water, water, electrolytes, all that type of stuff all throughout the day, night, Man, it's ridiculous out here. I've never been more ready for fall. It seems like every year I'm ready for fall more and more and more year by year. Um, and hopefully, like I said too, you guys are enjoying the stream. If you are, do me a favor, smash that like button. If you haven't already, hit the subscribe button below and hit the bell icon. That way you won't miss any future live streams or videos or anything. And like we said, if we get this, it looks like we're up to like six likes currently. Um, if we get this up to 10 likes before the end of the stream, tomorrow I will, whoops, Tomorrow, I will post our pretty basic, straightforward little script, if you want to call it a script, like a sales script, I guess, just kind of getting the basic information from customers. Like we said, this is just one that we made for my wife for answering calls. If you're looking at having you know your spouse answer your calls, I would definitely suggest creating some type of form like this or you know, if we get this up to 10 likes, taking our form and doing that for your business because... It makes it much easier whenever, you know, even if it's not your spouse, like we said, somebody that just has zero knowledge of the pest control industry, um, you know, makes it easier. It's easier than them having to call you every time there's a call. Hey, you know, what, what do I do for this? What do I do for that? And it's like, it kind of feeds the whole purpose of having someone answer calls if they have to call you for every single situation, right? So having some kind of script like that, it'll definitely come in handy for you guys. Like we said, we're going to give it away for free on griffinbthomas.com which I believe should be in my link tree as well.
for you guys. Um, we're not selling you anything in the stream or anything like that. Um, just looking at giving that little script away. My world says nice. I like the script. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, yeah, no, I appreciate you guys. Um, you know, tuning in and everything, of course. See, we got like eight of you tuning in right now. Of course, these streams are for you guys specifically. So if you have any questions or anything, don't hesitate to shout them out in the chat. Uh, I want to make sure I didn't miss anything really quick. I see tropical fruits, the tax question. I think that pretty much answers that question. Um, you know, just you can't cover your ass enough, essentially. Um, making sure that, of course, you keep those business expenses separate, you know, totally separate bank accounts, credit cards, all that stuff, just keeping those a thousand percent separate. You do not want to mix those at all. Not to mention, if you don't do this properly, you could literally be putting your business in jeopardy in terms of the LLC protections that come with having an LLC if you start mixing personal and business expenses. That's something I've been reading a lot about lately. And I was like, ooh, I got a feeling that I, when I first started my business, because you know, that's kind of what Tropical Fruits was referring to, Fruit Loops was referring to, um, you know, did you have trouble? I didn't have trouble filing my corporate taxes. Um, didn't have no trouble with that. I forgot to answer that part. I didn't have any trouble with that. Um, but in terms of making bookkeeping mistakes, I would definitely say the easiest one that people will mess up that first year specifically is not getting those mixed up because getting those mixed up, ooh, it'll put you in a world of hurt. But let's talk some math. While I'm waiting on some questions, of course, like we said, if you have any questions, do not hesitate to put it in the old chat box there. My world was the last one. So yeah, no, nothing so far. I wanna break down, you know, like I said, I'm a math guy. Is why I got into business to begin with. Let's break down some numbers. Um, you know, we've been signing up so far in August, I would say an average contract value of about $425 per customer. Right now, this is, this is where I can almost get in trouble with my ambitions because I'll start doing all these numbers off the walls and you know, it, it just, in ways it can set you up for failure because when you don't hit those numbers, you're like, damn, look, you feel down bad at the end of the day. But we were hitting, like we said, 425 per customer in terms of, this is just for standard general pest control, right? Wanna make sure we don't have a bad reflection going on right there. Oh, my daughter came in here and put a bunch of markers all over this freaking thing earlier. Um, let me see, I oh, got too bad a reflection now. 425 per customer, say that, you know, you're just doing general pest control only, 425 over you know your quarterly treatments, you're going out there four times a year, that comes out to what, about 100, what does that come out to, like $107, 106, right around there? We'll just say one, we'll just say 106. I believe it's like 106 and change, but we'll just say 106 per service, right? So $106 per service, and the thing with these are, and this is why we're looking at getting a location as soon as possible, uh, because you know the area where our business is located, there are bigger homes, but not as many bigger homes as in areas such as Plano, Texas, Frisco, Texas, Murphy, Texas, um, you know, further north Dallas, where we're at in the Rolette, Texas area, it's a lot of 
still nice homes just they're slightly older they're you know newest homes there are some new homes because we had a tornado a few years back that took out a lot of homes but primarily a lot of the homes are anywhere between 25 to 50 years old right so some are not necessarily old but they're you know not new homes that are ginormous or anything either our average home is usually right around 2,000 to 2,500 square feet. You know, nothing crazy. The home I'm in right now is like right at 3,000 square feet, something like that. Um, and the home we're in right now is usually about the biggest type of home that I would treat in terms of linear footage. So with that, our, you know, number in terms of what we're getting for each service is lower than if we had a location in an area like a Plano, Texas, uh, Frisco, Texas, etc., where the average size of a home is about 3,500 square feet. You know, that thousand square feet makes a world of difference. For example, we just got a customer up in Frisco, Texas. I believe I was telling you guys about this. Um, it may have been last week I told you guys about it. Sold her on a $75 a month plan with no pushback whatsoever. I was like, dude, this is nice. Because <laughs> if I try to sell a $75 a month plan to people in this area, there are some that go after it, but it's it's just not that high or anything. You know, this plan right here, if they were to do the monthly option, would have been uh, 125 up front because you know it wasn't through an ad or anything. 125 up front, and then 35 dollars a month. So you know that's a 40 dollar a month difference. Um, you know, it, it adds up, right? So definitely pay attention to the location, 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 if possible. Of course, a lot of you are like me, you're probably starting out of your home, but if you can get some kind of office space, you can find office spaces depending on your location. Like here in the Dallas, Texas area, I can find office spaces, not all day per se, but ever since COVID, right? You know, there's more office space available now more than ever. We can find office spaces a lot of times for well under $500. The first office space that I had for a year was, I believe three, it was either 325 or 370. I think it was 375 to be exact uh, per month. That's really not bad at all when you consider again, location is everything if you can get on average an extra forty dollars a month per customer you know just getting that extra one say you get one customer per month at that additional rate you know it the point is it can eat you can cover that extra money that you would spend just look at it as marketing costs at the end of the day plus it's a write-off right lower that tax liability but back to the point here um 425 per customer is what we're signing up for right now the goal, like I always tell my wife, when we're not spending very much in terms of advertising, the goal is to get at least 10 of these, meaning they're gonna pay for the year up front. I wanna get 10 of those per month. So that four, $425 would turn into $4,250 for the year. Um, and like we said, that's 10 customers, right? That's 10 customers. Um, and we can break this math down a little bit further from here in terms of treatment costs because I think Tropical Fruit Loops might have brought this up. I think you guys have a cheaper operating cost in Texas. We pay, yes. So I do not use Demand CS. I use, it's called Lambda 9.7 CS. Same exact chemical as Demand CS. For a 32 ounce bottle of it, it costs about 60, or no, it costs about 70, $75 where you know when you're getting the same amount of that same exact chemical just because of the brand you're gonna pay a hell of a lot more you know going with demand cs demand cs is the most expensive 
uh, Lambda, oh, what's the name of that chemical? Lambda Siluthrin or something like that. I know I'm probably butchering how to pronounce it. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, I believe, let me see. Demand CS, I'm pretty sure that comes in a 32-ounce bottle. Let me double check here. Demand CS. So Demand CS, it does come in the little bottles as well, which I think are 8-ounce bottles. Let me just double check. I'm just pulling up a random website that sells it here. So Demand CS, yeah, it comes in the 8-ounce bottles, and then it comes in a 32-ounce bottle. The 32-ounce bottle from this website here, which... Um, from time to time, I'll buy some stuff from. It costs a hundred. The cheapest is 123 for if you buy it in bulk. Um, the most expensive is around 130 dollars. We're like, like I said, that's almost double what we're paying for Lambda 9.7 CS, which is made by the same company that makes uh, Gentrol. So it's not like it's a, because a lot of times companies will say, oh, they're using knockoff products, right? It, it's total BS. Now. Are there certain brands that would be considered knockoff? Most definitely. I think the closest you would get to knockoff would be, I think there's a company that makes a Lambda product called like Lambda Star or something like that. It seems pretty cheap and knockoff-ish. <laughs> but, you know, at the end of the day, as long as it has that same active ingredient and you're applying it properly, you know, it's like people that go and buy fancy you know, what's a good example? Somebody that goes and buys, you know, say a fancy shirt when it's all doing the same job at the end of the day, right? Um, in turn, and that's actually what we can get into right here. So our average cost to service these accounts uh, in terms of yearly costs, because this is just the general pest control plan on, like we said, a 2,500 square foot home or less, is usually gonna be around one and a half gallons per treatment. Um, I wanna break it down get my calculator pulled up here for you guys on the old laptop let's see so if it's $75 per bottle which that's the high end because we try to buy it in bulk whenever we have the funds to do so but $75 divided by 32 ounces equals $2.34 per ounce and um, like I said at the max we're gonna use let's let's say that we are gonna use two gallons right so two gallons at clean out which is 0.8 ounces per gallon for that chemical that's going to be 1.6 ounces so we just multiply that times 1.6 that's going to be three dollars and 75 cents for our liquid spray and then off the top of my head i know in terms of granular we're going to use roughly we'll just say two dollars i think it's like one dollar and change but we'll just round up here and say $2 um, for Niban, which is being super, super liberal uh, with that number because just to put in perspective, we pay $90 for a 40 pound, yeah, there's no way it's $2 because we pay 90 bucks for a 40 pound box. How's it going there, uh, JM uh, Pest Solutions? Um, let's see, so that would come out to 225 per pound and we're only using at the most, at the absolute most, six ounces, and there's 16 ounces per pound. So let's see, six divided by 16 comes out to 0.375. Multiply that times 225. So yeah, that's 84 cents, as a matter of fact, per treatment in terms of NIBAN cost. So not even a dollar. 
Um, I know that kind of looks like a nine. Um, 84 cents per treatment. Uh, what else we got? Usually, in all honesty, this is going to be it. You know, we can add in just, we'll just say miscellaneous costs. Say we have to use um, some Alpine WSG. Say we have to use some Avion Ant Gel. Say we have to use some Delta Dust. You know, whatever the case may be. We can just add in some miscellaneous costs here. Let's just say um, $3 of miscellaneous. You know, equipment. You know, keeping up on equipment, that kind of thing. We can just say miss miscellaneous costs. So all in all, you're looking what right around on the high end six, we'll say $8 roughly. That's an ugly eight, uh, but $8 per service. And like we said, $106 or, you know, that's what it comes out to, but they're paying for the year 425. So you multiply, you subtract that. Let's see, times four. Uh, of course, you have to take into consideration your wear and tear on your vehicle, all that kind of stuff, paying yourself or paying a technician. Uh, each service, you're going to factor in roughly $20 uh, for paying your technician. At least that's what I factor into it. Um, so, you know, this is up to what, 28, let's just say $30 per service, right? So 30 times 4, that's uh, what, 120 or no. Uh, what am I doing? Eight and then thirty. So blah, 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 blah. oh yeah, one twenty for the year. So one twenty a year. And again, that's on the high end here. But one hundred twenty per year times ten customers. That is what twelve hundred. And we'll just label that costs. So that brings you out to three thousand and fifty dollars of NOI of course you're gonna have taxes on that good old Uncle Sam wants his piece of course hopefully you guys did enjoy today's episode of part two of this series of the recent live stream we did the reason that we're breaking this up again is because it was a very long live stream but I do feel there's a lot of good valuable information in that live stream so I just wanted to break it up for you guys into chunks that way you guys can go back rewind take notes whatever the case may be that way you'll have some good information for starting and growing your pest control business if you haven't already, follow the show, give us a thumbs up if you like the show, and if you haven't already, if you found us through the podcast, we have a YouTube channel as well. If you type in Griffin Thomas, that is my name, give us a subscribe on YouTube. We would greatly appreciate that, and we will see you in the next one.